cool. All right. So you have everything else? I do. You want okay. to start? <clears throat> or did you want to start? It? I'll start, and then, and then I'll toss it over to you, because okay. <laughs> I love to be the center of my own world. <laughs> there you go. Somebody has to be. <laughs> Welcome to the Asbury Park Vibes podcast. Asbury Park Vibes is dedicated to sharing information about the live music scene in the Asbury Park area, as well as the bands who've traveled through. We thank you for tuning in, downloading, or just stumbling upon our podcast. And welcome, everybody, to Asbury Park Vibes Podcast. I'm Doug, sitting directly next to my podcast partner, Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi, Doug. How are you? I'm great, Diane. I'd like to point out that this is yet another podcast, and you've still yet to purchase me a snow globe of anything. I know. And, and I'm disappointed. I know. Maybe there will be an Asbury Park Music Foundation one once, one day. I, I would, I would buy, <laughs> I'd pay globe. for a snow globe. Hey, I'm very excited about our guest today. I wanted to introduce him, and then I'm going to toss this over to you, because you have all the good stuff here. Uh, we have uh, Tom Donovan, uh, formerly the uh, the magistrate, head overseer, and power broker of the Asbury Park Press, um, and has retired. And I'm sure that was a great party. Um, and now uh, is oversees as I guess the executive director of the Asbury Park Music Foundation. That's correct. So welcome. Thank Tom. you. So, Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. I. Um, I have to ask the first question, and then I'll toss it to Diane. Okay. Um, how have you moved from the relative calm, predictable lifestyle of running a large national, international newspaper to the day-to-day chaos that is probably working <laughs> with music in Asbury Park? <laughs> well, uh, good question. Um, I tell you... Um, it's been uh, a lot of fun. It really has. I had a wonderful 32-year career in the media business, and thankfully uh, was asked to come to Asbury Park back in 2007 and just fell in love with this place. Um, and I'm still here uh, trying to make a difference, and uh, the Music Foundation is a perfect fit. I was fortunate enough to be one of the founding board members and uh, 11 years ago now, and we've kind of evolved over those uh, 11 years into what we are today, kind of found our sweet spot, and we're working hard at it. So uh, media mogul turns uh, non-profit executive Non-profit entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. A lot of the business, um, you know, foundation or foundational premises kind of relate to both. They certainly do. For sure, yeah. They certainly do. And it probably is you need that business background for a charitable organization even more so. Really? You really do. You mm-hmm. need a good Rolodex. I still use my yes. Rolodex. Yes. Um, you need the contacts. Uh, you need the business sense because times have been tough. You know, yes. COVID and then even coming out of COVID, uh, there's so many nonprofits that uh, are struggling to uh, keep their missions alive. For and, sure. And we're, and we're no different. For sure. So. Now, you have that background in media, um, but again, you said, you know, you fell in love with Asbury Park, and Asbury Park's all about music, and here you are with the foundation. What is your connection with music as far as, uh, you know, within your lifetime? Do you play? Have you, do you, are you a music lover? I played a trumpet from uh, second grade through high school. Okay. Uh, then put that down. Were you the marching band? I was in the marching band. Mm-hmm. I was also in the stage band Excellent. in high school. Okay. And enjoyed it. It was just one of those things when you graduated, it was, it was done. You went on to college. Um, I am now actually taking 
guitar lessons cool. as we speak. Um, you righty or a lefty? results. I'm a righty. Uh-huh. Uh, we're working hard at Lake House uh, with Paul Haney, my uh, excellent guitar uh, trainer. And uh, hopefully uh, I'll get to be on one of these big stages soon. Now, do your neighbors mind the squonking sounds coming out of your house? <laughs> it, it is a squonk. I've been looking for the right <laughs> word for the sound. Now, i got to tell uh, you, forgive my geekiness, but... <laughs> I get a sense that you're more of a Gibson Les Paul than a Strat guy. I have a Strat. Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Yeah. Very good. I do. I do. Good. <clears throat> I didn't. I didn't know what all the, uh, the. There's a lot of switches. A lot of different things it can do. I, yeah. I've just recently learned that through Paul. But amazing sound. Oh, like, sure. Come on, and just to be on that pony stage or at the Wonder Bar somewhere and just know what I'm doing. Kind I, of. I will be the first one to buy the ticket if I hear that you're going to be on you know. stage. <clears throat> My first big gig, I'll you let know, you guys know. Not to advertise for them overtly, but, <laughs> you know, they, they get people who loved music, who probably took lessons, but then had lives and kids. Yes. And um, what they do with the kids at Lake House is fantastic. What they do with the adults, and, and the funny thing is you go to see these adults and they're attorneys and doctors, people living out their fantasies. Yep. They have top-notch gear that these people have bought themselves oh, yeah. and they are enjoying every second of mm-hmm. it that's right and when they get on stage they look like they're 15 again and yes. they're jumping around i'm sure the next day they're paying the price for that but the night <laughs> it's of the like performance, a fantasy camp it is like, here we are <laughs> it'd be like if you, if you offered like me to play catch with thurman munson i'd be like how can i say no to that <laughs> me too i'm an ex-baseball guy same same thing yeah same thing now, so, Lake yes. House, uh, music academy okay you're taking lessons there and you're enjoying your new guitar, yep. new skills. Uh, what is the connection between Lake House uh, you and, the know, and the foundation? Yeah, the foundation is a uh, small nonprofit, as you know, located right here in Asbury Park. And we really focus on three, three key areas. And we, we take the power of music and put it to work with our kids, our community, and also the local musicians. Um, on the community side, as you guys know, we do a series of uh, summer concerts. Tonight, in fact, Ray Goodman and Brown kick off our music Mondays over on Springwood Avenue at the park there. Uh, ten weeks of great music, free. You pull up your uh, beach chair and your, your uh, cooler and enjoy the show. I've enjoyed the shows at Springwood Park. I've seen dozens They're of them. Fantastic. Yeah, they the best. <clears throat> we get hundreds of people out there. Um, just a lot of fun. So every Monday, you can count on that. Wednesdays, we uh, MoGo uh, helps us present what we call Asbury Park Live, right up on the boardwalk, mm-hmm. uh, outside of like Watermark and MoGo there. Um, more of the up-and-coming uh, bands, they get a shot, uh, a lot of them, and then, you, and then you'll see uh, some local acts, too, that are awesome. Now, do the kids, like for tonight's show... Mm-hmm. Even though by the time this broadcast it would have passed, do the kids get a chance to open for for the bands? Is that always an element of these performances where these young kids who would have never had an opportunity to perform in front of people, they do like a 20-minute set? Yes. Not all 10 weeks, but about, I believe we have four out of the 10 this year okay. where our kids will open. And then to your point, thrill of a lifetime. It's just not a... Thrill, though I got to tell you, when I was that age, I would have been both thrilled and nauseous about the idea. But the ex- the experience of having to stand 
what feels like to be completely naked in front of 150 people. Mm-hmm. That's a skill that becomes a life skill. And it's got nothing to do with music. It's just got to do with confidence and knowing how much work it takes before you can present. And, and that becomes the skills these kids can use at, you know, when they graduate law school or when they, when they go through college and how to, how to stand up on your own feet and say, this is what I have to say. You're 100% right. And, and when I talk about the kids... I talk about a lot of the things you just rattled off because one in every 10 become an amazing musician. Mm -hmm. The others become amazing people. Mm -hmm. Um, And they start at such a young age. We try to get them at six, seven, eight years old. And I've been around long enough now where I remember these kids when they were seven and now they're 14 and 15 years old. And they have developed into the finest young people that you'll ever meet. And it's the antithesis of a culture that plays video games, where, yes. you, where you do everything by yourself. If you screw it up, you hit reset. That's right. You cannot be a successful, a successful member of a band if you're not working cooperatively with the other people. And that is not a skill that is readily available to kids anymore. No, and you're spot on, Doug. You're spot on. And here's what we found. We have kids on scholarship that are being taught music, uh, and are part of bands, and they um, are put with other uh, kids from other towns and uh, that are getting lessons at Lake House as well. And what we found is once we count the band in, one, two, three, four, we're all part of the band. Right. It doesn't matter if you're from Rumson and I'm from Asbury Park and you're from you know, Mammoth Beach. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. I've got to hit my notes on it's this the bass great, guitar. Being on stage is the great equalizer. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. And it's good for all of the kids, not just the scholarship kids that we have. And by the way, they don't ever know they're on scholarship. Mm-hmm. Good. They're just a kid that's learning I music, and they're part of a band. And, and the other thing is, you know, as a musician, and I, I am a former musician, is there's nothing that you work harder at. I mean, it's like practice over and over and over again. So you're not only getting the confidence, but you just learn what hard work is and that you have to perfect your craft. And right. it is, um, you know, again, to your point, Doug, in, in today's day and age, a lot of times it's like, you know, okay, I'm going to just do the minimum for my job. You know, that that's kind of like pervading uh, as of today and uh, you can't do that with music again you. you bear your soul when you're on stage so you better have those notes lined up and if right. you don't have them you practice and you practice right. and you practice that's the uh, recipe for success that's with right. music you owe it to each other yes mm-hmm. and then that's really the and if you don't key. practice <laughs> you're going to embarrass yourself and, and no one wants to do that and, they and, and, and they'll that. toss you from the band because right. it's a performance is more than the 20 minutes on stage i i played my guitar in my bedroom from the 1976 yankees all the way through 1980 that's all i did was yeah. practice uh but when you get on stage 15 20 minutes we had a 20 minute showcase at cbgb's all those bands the good ones you knew that they didn't just show up yesterday and buy some gear and play. And I think that's the bigger message here is to be successful, you can't just try it once and and give up. To be successful, you have to work at that. Hard work. Hard work, repetitions. Um, Getting back to the uh, summer stuff, we also have our Asbury Park concert band. Mm -hmm. 76 years now. We celebrated 75 years last year. And I'm very pleased to announce that all eight shows this year, this summer, will be in the bandstand upstairs. Mm -hmm. Um, I have yet to be there. uh, It is cool. 
you, you need to climb up there. No, no. Explain to everyone who's yeah, listening I I, again. I want to do this, but I don't know much about it. Yeah. So every Thursday in the summer, um, for eight weeks, July and August, the concert band plays. And that's more of like the marching band type of thing. And they'll actually be seated up in that band shell mm-hmm. above, I think it's the whale, right? Yeah, the above, iron whale. The mm-hmm. iron whale. So above that, and then you've got your uh, seating is built in. It's like the nice. cement seating. Um, and, and people will be able to watch this band at Oceanside. Well, oh, yeah, know, the view. Patriotic music one week and, and, and different uh, things the next. It, it's, a, it's amazing. And one of our board members, Dorian Perot, who was a former teacher of music for years at Asbury Park High School, um, is, is really the, the leader of that. So we're, we're now. Where do the musicians come from to do that? Is that another volunteer thing that the grown-ups do? Yep, that's exactly right. But they'll have high school kids in that band too. And is that free? It's free. All of these shows are free. Amazing. Yeah. And that's that's one of our critical pieces to our mission is to provide music. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what Asbury Park's about. Sure. It's, it's our intent to provide all kinds of music. Um, but we as a spectator also have a responsibility because it it's free to us, but that means that we should visit the sponsors. And like later when Jen and I go to MoGo, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you've been to a show, tell the guy at MoGo that you've been to the show and you love Please. that they're doing that. Sam, because yes. And that's yeah. feedback to them. Sam's huge. Oh my goodness. He's actively he involved with everything we're doing. So that's so true. And the block party we had, he was there serving food. Yeah, it was delicious. You know, so it's a small community, and we're so dependent on our um, our uh, partners. For sure. And you said, you know, again, uh, going back to the lake house thing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, how closely you work. Now, John Liedersdorf. Yes. Uh, he, you know, operates, owns um, lake house and everything. Mm-hmm. How often do you two collaborate <laughs> on projects? And, you know, and how Every did day. you, how did the, the foundation and lake house connect initially yeah here's what happened um we we start learning and as you know the state and the budgets have been brutal to schools and the arts Mm -hmm. so we start talking to the charter schools there's no music in the schools no, they have enough trouble paying their their right their, their monthly rent bill exactly so we we put music in those schools. Wow. So Mount Carmel, uh, Hope Academy, Little Sisters. We, the, the foundation, raises the money. I mean, there's two teachers at, at Hope Academy teaching every single grade. Um, we pay for them. Mm. John provides them, you know, and builds that curriculum. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, we have nothing to do with, with that part. We find the funds and, and make it happen. Mm-hmm. So you get in there and you start working on it. And you say, well, hold on a minute. Little Doug over here uh, is showing some real interest and is really picking up how to sing, play the, play the keyboard and the guitar. Um, what else can we do here? Mm-hmm. And that's what created the Music Save My Life program, okay. which is the scholarship program, essentially. So as we went into the schools... We also went in the Boys and Girls Club. Doug Eagle is a tremendous partner uh, for us both in Asbury and, and Red Bank now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set up a hip-hop academy at the Boys and Girls Club. Well, the next thing you know, 
These kids are producing their own music. And they're learning how to use the computer the, and the Pro Tools or Logic and yes. just the digital presentation. Yes. That's fantastic. That then leads to, I want to be a DJ. Can you help me with my skill set so I can apply to be a DJ? We can do that. What about uh, stage management, light, sound, our dear friend Jason Dermer, mm-hmm. right? So he needs guys in the summer and what have you. So it just innocently started to evolve. Mm-hmm. And then me, uh, coming from where I come from, I was like, all right, well, how much money do we need? And let's just figure this out. You need that guy who kind of yeah, pulls it all together in that way. I, I, try to, I try to be that guy as much as I possibly can because you see this clear need. All of a sudden, it hits you. And if we can figure this out, we can make a real difference. And that's, that's where I get excited. Um, and that, that's really what happened. There, there was no big meeting and we said, well, we're going to start here and then we're going to go there. And we're it happened figure. organically. It just organically yeah. it started presenting it's itself. It's such a great way. You, we have all these shows. Production companies need interns. Yes. You have a program that kids are interested in. So it almost answers its own question. Right. I can provide you X number of interns. Interns get hired at any of these venues. They have a portfolio, and then they could go to, like, a trade school and yes. learn video production and learn audio engineering. Right. And everything you see and hear and absorb in the magazines are all these kids who've learned how to use their – essentially, it's a laptop computer industry That's right. using these programs, and it makes them – eligible for college scholarships and a career, and that's fantastic. That's exactly right. And I, I will give a shout-out to um, our Music, Business, and Technology program was funded, started by the Impact 100 okay. uh, group, mm-hmm. which is a powerful group. Um, it's a $100,000 grant. Wow. We had to go in. First year, we didn't get it. We came back mm-hmm. and uh, convinced them that our music business and technology program was worth the investment, mm-hmm. and that's what has launched all of this uh, great stuff. How did you guys end up with that cool bus? That's a funny story. <laughs> <clears throat> I, um, friend of mine, Dennis Gallagher, he's from Avon originally, and his brother Doug, they owned a bus company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... I was invited down to Charleston, South Carolina to play in a fundraiser um, uh, that he invited me to. And I see a bus out front, and it's a mobile recording bus. I walk along, I come back off, I say, well, what's this? Mark Bryant from Hootie and the Blowfish, oh. the lead guitar guy, uh-huh. he had gotten Dennis to give him a bus. <laughs> and he started this going to the schools and, and, and all that. So... Uh, of course, me being uh, me and knowing Dennis, I said, hey, man, I need a bus. We need a bus. <laughs> we need a bus in Asbury Park, man. And he goes, what are you, crazy? You know. So that was September. He called me and said, um, let's have holiday dinner. Uh, he's going to be here December something. Mm-hmm. So we go to Brando's, and uh, we sit down, and he says, let's get the business out of the way before we have dinner. I said, okay, I didn't know we had any business, but that, <laughs> sure. And he goes, uh I've got a bus for you. <laughs> I parked it out back. i got a bus for you. I, 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 I thought it was going to fall out on the floor. Wow. Uh, and then his brother Doug um, and their whole team, 
helped us get the generators, uh, wrapped the bus, took out every seat. There's 10 workstations in the bus. Wow. And it's all iPad. You hit it earlier, Doug. fantastic. It's iPad. So we started going to the schools because a lot of kids can't get to us. Yeah. And we can't get into this transportation business. That's a whole other monster that can't be dealt with uh, right now. So we started going to the schools. Wow. And during the day we would teach. After school we would teach. It's keeping the kids off the street, out of trouble. And it was amazing. Wow. COVID hit, and the bus is parked right now, but we, we hope to bring the bus back. It's just a different world right now. It so is. we're trying to get our core programs um, at, a, at a level where they can maintain. Because what happened, um, I'll say one good thing about COVID, individual donations skyrocketed. Interesting. Which is very interesting. Yeah. Now, after COVID, they have fallen off. Are people just busy again, or they're just not I feeling... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That's but when COVID, when we were wrapped up at home, we had money coming in, mm-hmm. and we were teaching virtually. We, we right. In two weeks, we turned everything from one-on-one and, and all that into on a computer mm-hmm. teaching you how to play guitar. Wow. That's fantastic. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. band, they would all get on a Zoom call, yes. and we rehearsed mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. So it, it was pretty miraculous. But um, <clears throat> that's that's the bus story. That's, that's a true fantastic. Story. That's story. For those who don't know, if you if you go to almost any show now, particularly an outdoor show, and you see some crazy guy walking around with an iPad, <laughs> he's the sound man, and he's that's walking. Right. He or she, sorry, he or, he or right. she are walking all over the venue, and they're running the entire soundboard from mm-hmm. a Wi-Fi. Yes, and it's all on an iPad, mm-hmm. and it's fantastic. One hundred percent. Yes. And, and years ago, you know, so they have these workstations. When I worked in video production, they're paying $300, $400, $500 an hour for me to sit at the editing console. Mm-hmm. On a typical Mac laptop, you probably have more recording power than the Beatles ever knew. Mm. And what these kids can do, and you hear it in Bandcamp, you, you can catch it on what these kids are doing in TikTok. It's, it's blowing the industry in a direction no one ever expected. Agreed. Agreed. It is powerful, and, and we take that power of music, which they all love, mm-hmm. and then we turn it into this learning engine mm-hmm. that goes in great all directions. Idea. So we That's have summer great camps, ideas. too, by the way. Oh, do you? Have, yeah, because one of the big things that we're, we're big on is you can't do this for 10 months. Mm-hmm. Take two, Put the guitar down, and, and we'll see you in September. No. No, you don't. We work with you yes. 365, mm-hmm. um, and that's critical. You don't want them to break the good habits we have going with them. You don't want them to fall off, get in trouble, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, the scholarship program runs year-round, and then we have the summer camps for others so we can keep capturing mm-hmm. um, kids in a positive that's way. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, other than money donations, if people had an old synthesizer or a guitar they weren't using, can they donate items for these kids yes. to sign out? Yes, and we, um, from time to time, will ask for donations. Mm-hmm. Other than your pianos. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. <laughs> we've, you don't want to buy pianos. There's oh, just so many you can have. They and just want to get them out of the house. Right? <laughs> and me and Leadersdorf show up in an old pickup truck like, okay, we'll take your piano. But every one of my friends tortured their kids with piano lessons. Right. And, and I could think of three or four people who have... <laughs> Like a full-size digital piano that they're using as a shelf. Right. And, yeah. you know, we should encourage people. They're yes. not going to get anything for it on eBay because it's three years old. No. But, you know, that may be a great keyboard for a kid to learn on. Yes. So that would be great. And we're interested in that. Guitars always. Uh, drum kits. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And we have folks that will uh, fix the, the wind instruments, too, mm-hmm. saxophones and what have you. And the kids, they earn these instruments. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, once they, they've shown the commitment... And we handle that guitar. That guitar is like gold to them. Boy. Oh, there's I mean, nothing. They treasure I still that. remember the feeling in fourth grade of right? getting my flute. Big and and just, just totally like in awe of Shiny, it. Shiny, right? Oh, it my goodness. Perfect. I would polish I it all the trumpet, time. same thing. Yeah, a very special moment. I, I have to admit, I do have a few <laughs> of my Stratocasters hung up as part of my right. decor. Of course right. you do. Yeah, well, you can They're only beautiful. play one at a time. That's right. <laughs> on the wall. So, you know, you were saying earlier when we were talking mm. about the organic growth of all the programs right. and, and working with John and, and others, um, you know, and you said you came to Asbury Park and you just fell in love with it. I mean, that's literally yeah. my story as well. That's really? where Asbury Park mm-hmm. vibes came from. What is it about this area that brings, you know, the John Leadersdorf and the Sam Chung's and, you know, and the Tom Donovan's yeah. here where we fall in love? Because part of the Asbury Park uh, Music Foundation's mission, um, I was reading, is to preserve the legacy here. Yes. Like, what is that intangible where is that coming from it's a hard question (laughs) no answer but maybe there is somewhere I'll give you the the easier part first Mm -hmm. I was born and raised in Lewis, Delaware just the other side of the Cape May Ferry Mm -hmm. and frequented Rehoboth Beach Mm -hmm. and when I got here my very first day of work this is another true story I drove to this boardwalk before I reported to the office and I stood on that boardwalk and said what the hell is going on here? What is missing? Why is this town, city not in a different place? It, it, this it, was with, with that ocean, it should be the cool, like the most there, expensive, coolest place to be. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking standing there. Yeah. And I'm going, you know, where I come from, I, I've seen it build out over all the years. There's magic here. Hmm? There just is. And that was kind of the the way I entered the the door at the paper and said, we are going to commit as a local media company to driving, being a leader Mm -hmm. in Asbury Park coming back Mm -hmm. in any and every way we possibly can. And that's what we started. So powerful. (laughs) And then I started just meeting key people. Mm -hmm. And then you realize how how intense um, people are about the scene here and they, they remembered some remembered the good days way back and then you know the 40 or 50 year gap and then we're coming back and it's fun to be part of that um, but it's only fun if you finish the job sure right um, well it sounds like you were really a, kind of a foundational um, you know or formative type of per- like you took your idea and you had influence with with your you know yes, job and certainly did. and you look like you're a person who is like a handshake beat face to face type of person I so am. yeah so you have those connections and you continually meet new people so you could kind of bring them into your you know, exactly. um, viewpoint, you know, share your perspective. Right. And, right. But, but we all seem to have that. Now, I came a little bit later to Asbury Park, mm-hmm. and, you know, the good mojo is already flowing, but, like, I've been to many beach towns. Sure. I, I've, I've traveled, but there was something mm-hmm. about here that, again, that vibe, that's where we right. got our name from. I yep. couldn't put my finger on it, but it was just special. It's a vibe. There's a certain grit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> being able to spend a $20 bill and see some of the most amazing music that you can and, and take any in day live in the summer, music. any if you, day, if you anywhere. open the windows and drive down any one of the main streets, oh, yeah. you will hear live music. And to me, that that is mm-hmm. amazing. And then trying to play my own yeah. instrument and realizing how damn hard it is. Yes, 
I have the greatest respect for every local musician. Um, most of them aren't getting rich, right. um, but they are making a living, and they're passionate about mm-hmm. it. And, and I love that passion. And that's really why our third pillar mm-hmm. are the local musicians. We support local musicians. Anybody that does a gig for us is paid. Every one of those teachers that, that we bring in, they're paid. Yeah. We work together to do things where we generate money for things and, and support. Mm-hmm. And they support us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's this It becomes a closed loop. It really is. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Glenn Burton that comes to mind uh, during COVID, he wrote a song. Yes. He sat down and wrote a song about Asbury Park. And the, the kids, and, and, and it, that's amazing to me. Yeah. How do you do that? Um, he did. You know, He's so one of those creative type. <laughs> he is very I, I, creative. I think the, the interesting about Asbury, unlike <clears throat> other shore towns, is once you scratch the surface, there's a history here. Once you realize <laughs> that music in Asbury Park existed before Bruce Springsteen yes. and was thriving well before, say, the Asbury Park riots, oh, yeah. that there that this was an amazing stop between Philadelphia and New York, That's right. where some of, or if not all of, the top jazz and blues players came. I'm particularly excited about them putting together that uh, the jazz club, the turf, I, 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 yeah. the turf, turf. club. It doesn't mm-hmm. have a roof yet, as I understand. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. But to I would love to come to Asbury and see some jazz and blues and rhythm mm-hmm. and blues. So would I. And uh, we had, when we did the programming for North to Shore, the first act was a jazz act. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're right. So, unbelievable. So that, that, unbelievable. that's my thing. Once you yeah, scratch, there's that. a huge history here. <laughs> yeah. And, and preserving that is uh, actually, yes. it would feel like it would become, come full circle if that was kind of, you know, instituted. If, you know, we have the Stone Pony, we have the Wonder Bar, all wonderful places, many, many more um, in addition to those two. But to have a jazz club added to that. Would be awesome. Oh, my goodness. Back in the day, it used to be over 70 places. Yeah. Wow. I, I had the uh, I didn't know that. great honor of working with my dear friend Tom Jones, and we did that upstage mm-hmm. movie. Um, <clears throat> I learned so much. Uh, to your point about the history, mm-hmm. it goes back to the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this was place the place. was on fire. And like we were talking earlier about agreements music management companies make of the distance for which you can have mm-hmm. Asbury Park was perfect between Philly and New That's York. That's right. Yes. The perfect fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. Now I saw, oh, who played, who, um, who played with, um, Oh, never mind. I'm going to cut this one out. Help me out. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Bowden, about. Bowden, his name is... Bo- oh, J.T. Bowen? J.T. Okay, Bowen? So yes. Let, pause oh, yeah. for a second. Sorry. So I got to see J.T. Bowen. I've seen him a few times now. And he played with Clemens when uh, mm-hmm. he did the Father's Day show. Yep. Right. And when that guy sings, when he opens his mouth, oh, the entire history of blues right. and rock comes out right there. 100%. Yeah. I could listen to JT and, all day, every day. Probably every, one of the best performers I have ever And, every, and everyone's ever dressed seen. like normal people, right? <clears throat> right. He performs in, in a, a suit. suit with a vest and a That's tie, right. the Classy. way that the old jazz men mm-hmm. played. Exactly and, right. and, and you look at these old videos of any old jazz guys. <clears throat> you know, you see Gene Krupa 
playing like a wild man in a three-piece suit. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how do you do that wearing a jacket? I can't even right. walk up a flight of stairs wearing this suit. <laughs> and these guys, because they respected the venue and, and the history of the music. That's right. And that, that, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, it is that cool. That is very cool, Yeah, I yeah. think. Oh, very absolutely. Cool. Yeah. We have to get JT Bowen in here. Oh, yes. okay. absolutely. That, that's our next big one. I, I, would, love I would love that. Oh, my We're goodness. happy to reach out to him. If, <laughs> I'm sure we get a contact I'm sure somewhere. we can find him. Oh, yeah, you can find him. So, um, okay, so music saved Asbury Park. What do you, what do you, uh, where did that come from? Did someone coin that phrase? And what are your thoughts about that? You're actually talking to the guy who came up with there that. There we go. Whether it's good, bad, or otherwise, we've had debates. Okay. But you know what? It worked. It sure did. <clears throat> I see that shirt all over New Jersey. Right. And that, what we were trying to come up with, I was trying to come up with something that everybody would associate with us. And, mm-hmm. and it's been good in some ways and not so good because they associate it with music saved Asbury Park. Where'd that come from? And they don't always know that's the, the foundation. The foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I just, I love seeing the shirts everywhere. Yeah, I've seen them in a lot of different venues in New York. and, and uh, People love them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They love them. I've had some debates with people about music didn't save it. Listen, guys, don't, don't overthink it. Don't <laughs> overthink it. <laughs> don't overthink it. It's just a phrase. It, it's something cool mm-hmm. that, that people have taken to. Um, and we make a few dollars off mm-hmm. of it, and we put it into our programs. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Right. Um, and that's where the music saved my life. Uh, because, you know, our 54 scholarship kids are underprivileged kids. Yes. They are. Mm-hmm. They would not get world-class lessons, be part of these bands. Um, Lake House um, is home to them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we joke about it, but it's not funny. There is no metal detector at the door. Mm-hmm. You aren't wand and all that stuff or pat it down mm-hmm. like like many of us are we go to a concert you're like hey what i do wrong it takes mm-hmm. 30 minutes well, to get uh, past the door what i what we do wrong here yeah right yeah. you're going to a concert at the prudential and it's like whoa the kids charge through that door they can go anywhere they want mm-hmm. they can go in any room they want and they get to work and they're working on high-end equipment that has cost a lot of money and they treat it with the utmost respect sure john leadersdorf knows them all i know a ton of them and they're high five you, and they go about their way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, the kids just don't have access to a sixty-four track digital studio. That's amazing. They just don't. Yeah, that's right. But they do in this town. That's wonderful, and that's awesome. Yes, that's awesome. And there's a lot of truth. I know you said don't overthink it, but there are a lot of truths underlying music saved. Asbury Park or other communities, because you do see the Atlantic City, which we were talking about earlier, that does have a lot of that potential. Yes. Um, maybe they have some challenges, too, with their location and, and how that, you know, one highway mm-hmm. goes in and out. But, um, you know, the, the uh, gambling isn't going to save that town. That's just not something no. that is well, like I don't, a positive. I don't know how Atlantic City can maintain with all the on, online gambling. There's almost no right. reason to But that music, like yeah. people need right. to see each other. People yeah. need, you know, music is the universal language. It brings everyone together. Right. If you've had a bad day yeah. and you're going to grab a bite and maybe a, mm-hmm. a, a set at the Wonder Bar and you don't even know who's playing and it's live, it, your day got better. Yes. You're going to enjoy it. Can I point out, the burger and fries at the Wonder Bar are, are great. Tremendous. 
Don't, if you're going to the I Wonder Bar, Debbie. get there early. Oh, so man. good. Are you kidding? Agreed. Don't start. We all agree on that. Uh, <laughs> be, be, beyond the, you know, any sort of naysayers about the concept of music saved Asbury Park, yeah. how does the foundation or you as, as a proponent of what's going on here, how do we find that delicate balance between the necessary sort of changing of the guard, the necessary knocking down and building again piece versus the don't kill what made this the place it is now. There's your million dollar Yeah, you know? <laughs> And Because <clears throat> no, no matter what, yeah. there's a percentage of people going to be unhappy with whatever you do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And in this town, it's a unique situation. You have one company that owns the boardwalk and the Stone Pony, and the Wonder Bar. Mm-hmm. There's that 16-story monstrosity that went up, <laughs> so it can happen. I didn't think that would happen. Right. It only but, took 40 years, but, but it, it finally did. went up. I remember in 07, that was like, it, it was just a... It was a couple of concrete stacks and some rebar. Right. So that was it. So we've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked earlier about where I'm from, and you've been to a lot of beach towns. They're not far from the ocean, <laughs> the Wonder Bar and, and right. the Stone Pony. So it doesn't take too much imagination to figure out how do we make money here. Right. Mm-hmm. It's probably not uh, selling $5 beers and live music. Um, but I just hope that Madison Marquette, and I know their heart's in the, in the right place. I believe that. And the city can work together mm-hmm. to do the, the right mix. Well, you have, have to do both. Yeah, I mean, want to keep an it. essence. You must. But people have to feel safe. <laughs> Yes. And they have to have a place to park. Uh, yes, they do. <laughs> parking yes, is a big do. part of it. But yes. yes, parking is a huge <laughs> I'm sure it is. It's true in every, point, any city. You've got to put a deck up somewhere, folks. Somewhere. You just have to put a deck up. It, but they should put it three blocks in. So it's I not agree. ruining my sitting at the beach experience. I, I agree. You don't want to be on the most valuable property you have. But it has to be convenient. Yeah. Um, privatize it. I, I don't know. I'd have to do a lot of studying to try to figure it out. But I can tell you it needs to get figured out soon because what worries me, um, we've got a lot of good going. But when I ride around here and can't park that damn car. It, it's a pain. It starts to get upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes, it, it does. does. And I don't mind paying the $3 an hour or whatever it is, but I better be able to park. For sure. Yeah. So, we're starting to push it's, that limit a little bit. It, I think. It's like the, the, so it's the time to solve. When you're building any business, all of a sudden things start taking off and it just kind of creates a bunch of new obstacles that you have right. to overcome and address. Well, and that's what's happening. Pains, so right? it's growing yeah. pains, sure. yes. So I it, think people understand that. Yes. Uh, yeah, but, but as you long want, as you if, get, get onto it. Right. There's it, tough calls. If a family's yeah. going to come down from North Jersey to spend the day, mm-hmm. It's like, I think, anything in business. If the first experience they have is positive, they're going to go back and say, we had a great time. If it's not positive, they're not going to say to their neighbors, you got to come with us down to Asbury Park. We had a great time. I agree. You know, and yeah. once you're parked, there's food for anybody. You can play pinball. There's pizza. There's beach. And it's there's amazing. music. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And I value each one of them coming down. I think like you do, Doug. Let's not waste any trips. We need them all. You know, I, I talk to people that are two, three, four towns down the road here that haven't been here in 10 years. Because mm-hmm. they probably had a bad experience had a 10 bad years experience ago. Or Asbury Park. Or I'm like, yeah. I tell you what, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah. 
come down. Just experience it. And I guarantee it'll bite you'll you, be back. and you'll yeah. You will be back. Well, it's that word of mouth. <laughs> it'll cost me dinner, but you'll be back. And that helped. That helped. That's now, good. Could, for us. I just maybe outside of the purview of the foundation, but mm-hmm. what's this I'm reading about? Where the is it where the arcade is? They're putting in an amphitheater of some kind. Will will well, will you guys have access to that as a, as a nonprofit as well? Um, I if that's part of the Madison Marquette package, mm-hmm. so we have access to the other locations now. Mm-hmm. I see no reason why we wouldn't. That would be cool to play in a, very an cool. amphitheater like that. Yeah, totally cool. Diane, do you want to start a band? I would love to, as long as as long as you you need a flutist in there. I just need more time. We had King Crimson had a flautist, and so did what's Jethro Tull. I mean, we could just do uh, Jethro Tull covers. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. I used to practice them all the time. I'm ready. I think we collectively have too many teeth than uh, the guy from uh, Jethro Tull. So we we kind of touched on it a little bit here and there, but again, like how can all of us help the foundation achieve these wonderful goals that you have set up. You know, we were talking about donating instruments. If yes. someone has, you know, that, that might be something that, you know, Asbury Park Vibes will put out that word when you're ready to receive and we yep. could try to drum up, you know, and, but what else can people do to help? Yeah. Um, Doug hit on it earlier. Come to one of the free concerts. We literally pass a bucket around. Yeah. We'll have a, a Boy Scout uh, walk around or one of our own volunteers walk around. If you can help us out, throw it. It counts. Every that money counts. Every mm-hmm. it, it, I hate cliches and all that. But no, but it's true. It, it is true. No. It's very, it's very, very true. true. Um, buy the T-shirt mm-hmm. or one of the T-shirts. They don't all say "Music Saved." We have a cool uh, tie-dye sweatshirt. My daughter wears to college. Yeah, tie-dyes are very, very popular. Mm-hmm. Very popular. Just did a bunch more. <laughs> um, so buy the merchandise, and then if you can find it in your heart to make a donation, mm-hmm. whether it be monthly, quarterly, you know, ten dollars a month, we have a reoccurring. You can literally go to the website, mm-hmm. click, 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 and ten dollars will come out of your checking account or savings account. It matters. Mm-hmm. It matters. And then know this: we're working our backsides off uh, to get as many grants as we can get, whether it be from the state national organizations, regional organizations. Um, so we are aggressive as we can be. And <clears throat> I'm out trying to meet people ahead of us, soliciting mm-hmm. them for, for grant money and what have you, uh, just trying to build a relationship. I, As you said, Diane, I'm a one-on-one yes. relationship guy. You're a handshake guy. Your I word am, is your bond. I, it really is. Yeah. It really is. And I've, I did business that way, and it worked. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't get burnt that many times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's true. And if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all I ask is the, the same in return. Sure. And that's fair. Mm-hmm. And then we can work together. But we're working our backsides off to get grant money. We're working our backsides off to put on good, good events, fun events like the block party. Sure. That raised uh, some money for us. But it is as hard as it's ever been. Yeah. Grant monies are shrinking. The amounts available, sure, and more nonprofits are popping up everywhere. Well, th- unfortunately, the social services, the the the, I I have an education background. The funding formula changes you know. in New Jersey. I I'm dealing with school districts that 
they didn't just put music on a cart. They eliminated the music teacher, and now they t- like the classroom teacher plays some music, and they're doing like a music appreciation. Mm-hmm. Now there's a percentage of people who think that learning how to play the uh, the recorder, the plastic recorder, was goofy, whatever. But there's also the entire drum line, the entire woodwinds line. That may have been the first time they made hot cross buns come out of the machine, right. yeah. and that was the seed that was planted to then be because being part of the marching band in high school is a lot of work i loved it i was in the percussion corps we had a blast yeah we had a blast here's the thing are the rules that if you're not a star athlete we have nothing to offer you is is that what it's well unfortunately that's the second level message these kids are getting because the football team never seems to lose funding money they don't (laughs) they got the hottest new equipment that that money can get but it's not right and that We've got to do better, and that's what we're trying to do. And, in our and I own have small to just um, just add on as far as the ten dollar donation per month and everything. Yeah, I actually was at Asbury, or Asbury Park. I was at Atlantic City not too long ago at a conference, mm-hmm. and I needed my Starbucks. Jen, <laughs> Doug's wife, Jen is here, yeah. and I needed my Starbucks, and I, it cost me for one coffee nine dollars and sixty four cents. Yeah. So in for Atlantic the price City. of one, one cup of coffee, coffee a month, you can help these you kids You know, just out. give that coffee up. You and really, <laughs> You really can. What, can. what you could do to help the and, Asbury and Park I, Music Foundation. I'd also like to point out that at most, first off, all of these shows are always family-friendly from mm-hmm. the youngest kids. Very You're not going to see us. music with cursing, no. with people gyrating in the wrong way. There's, there's nothing to be offended by. It's great music done by professional musicians and these up-and-comers, but it is from... Pre-K to 105, it's family-friendly. Right. right. A lot of the outdoors activities, like the Music Mondays and then the Wednesdays, people bring their dogs. Yes. And as long as the dog's well-behaved, they're we very no welcome. Mm-hmm. Other people show up. There's these two women that do um, hula hooping. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think they just show up to do it for fun, and I think they have their own business, so there, there is some insp- but it's not just the music. There's some it's there's some really interesting people out there. If you even just like to people watch, mm-hmm. yep, they're coming to these Meet shows. Meet your neighbor. No doubt about it. Hackensack helps us out every year with health. Just get your blood pressure checked. Yeah, that's here. awesome. No big deal, right? That's Let's so important. Let's make sure you don't have anything going on. Mm-hmm. And our, our overarching thing is one Asbury Park. One. I'd like that. And, and, and look, that's like that. it, in an increasingly polarized United States. Yes. If if we could set all of the politics aside right. and agree that helping kids and enjoying music has nothing to do with your religion or your political belief, mm-hmm. then you're okay. That Can we just agree to do that? Yeah. Um, we have New Music Monday t-shirts that are going to be out here in a couple of weeks. And on the back it just says APMF, kids... Music uh, matters to kids and communities. Mm, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on the back. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Those who already have their Music Saved Asbury Park t-shirts, now they have a new one that they can get. Yeah, Merch is a big money maker and raiser, so it's very important for people to know and that that cool. helps. And it's cool. And it's cool. <laughs> it Give cool. us two weeks. We'll have them over there. It's fun. You know, when, you, when you're wearing your Asbury Park shirt, and like I spent a lot of time at a, a venue in Jersey City, or we... When someone's just like, oh, I've been to those things. You're just like, hey, I got a friend right here. They're going to ask you about it. Yes, they do. I wear it in Delaware a lot when I'm I'm back there. I I had a stone stone pony there? I had a stone pony shirt at the Aftershock Festival in Sacramento, California. People coming up. 
to me talking well, about the yes. stone pony. How cool Incredible. was that movie? Was it Blinded by the Light about the kid who lived in England? He wanted to meet Bruce Springsteen. Oh, yes. oh yeah. And when the picture of them standing in front of Jersey Freeze, where Jen right. and I, uh, my right. kids have eaten there a thousand times. <laughs> mm. We're like, hey, we've been there. That's right. Mammoth <laughs> University. It's really yep. cool. It's totally cool. Oh, yep. my goodness. This has been an amazing podcast. Yeah, Tom, one last question. Oh, my goodness. What, what do you see the next few years for the foundation to be? What's, what, what can we expect from you guys? Yeah. Other than what you're already doing, what's, what's the next pipe dream? We've um, recently expanded into Red Bank. Mm-hmm. We're teaching in the charter school um, up there. We started back in January and with huge results mm-hmm. in a very short period of time. We're also in the Boys and Girls Club there mm-hmm. and with hip-hop mm-hmm. um, and, and building that out. And we hope to um, expand our efforts there and really double down here. Mm-hmm. The I, I say we have 54 kids on the scholarship program. That number didn't start there. We started with one, mm-hmm. right. and we've built to 54. Our challenge is to be able to fund 54 going forward. Mm-hmm. It's a bad day for me when I have to, you know, I can oh, only do 50 sure. or yeah. 40. So I get up every morning trying to take care of one more kid. That, that's the way I mm-hmm. get things going in the morning with my coffee. It's like, okay, we got to take care of another kid today. And that's what I try to preach to our team and and anybody that will listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you'll see some expansion. We're in Red Bank now. Uh, we've, we're talking to Long Branch about some things. I think and, Long Branch is another one of those towns that you go to their beach and you don't understand how it is not completely packed with people coming from all over the East Coast to be you're right. dipping their toe in the Atlantic there. You're right. And Red Bank's a sneaky place. There's a, a large Hispanic population mm-hmm with significant need, mm-hmm. um, and, and we're working hard um, with them. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that there are other, aren't other uh, folks that need help, too, and we'll certainly work with them. But, but Red Bank's a very interesting town. It it's really got is. this bizarre disparity between the ultra-wealthy and the people who are not ultra-wealthy. Yes, yes. And a lot, of them, a, a lot of them who can afford it send their kids to the Catholic school, which is a huge influence. Yes. Uh, that drains some of your star pupils from the public school. Right. Uh, but it, 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 it's this it really odd funds. town. I mean, if yes, you just go to the downtown and you look at downtown, you think this is like the coolest place. And a lot of things get swept. You don't see it, so it must not exist. Yeah. Asbury was a lot clearer, mm-hmm. unfortunately or yeah. fortunately. Right. There was no That's debate. True. Over, hey, we've got we have some challenges here that we need to meet. That's true. Uh, Red Bank is different, mm-hmm. but there are challenges there. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we're going to work in that direction and keep trying to make a difference. Absolutely. And, uh, keep enjoying. Well, thank you for all that you're doing love. for yeah. Asbury Park because well, it's amazing. You. Your vision and and you know your goals. It, thank it's, you. It makes a difference. Thank you for having me. No, it's uh, a pleasure having you. This is the longest conversation we've ever had, so oh. it's a pleasure having you. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. No, no. I love it. <laughs> The one thing I think Diane and I, because we've met a bunch of times, but when you're out, you're always on your way to something else because you're always... You are busy, man. You're you're always (laughs) working the system. You're always working the program. I don't know what else to do. (laughs) Right? I I did the media stuff for 32 years. I I lived it 24-7 and loved it. I mean, Mm -hmm. apart from the efforts of keeping a published uh, uh, publishing, uh, you know, organization like... 
the Asbury Park Press from disappearing like the right. other 99% of the daily mm-hmm. newspapers. That's right. That's right. You, you need that challenge and that excitement. I had, that, that's my fuel. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. my fuel. I, I felt responsible for the businesses. We, we're here to help the businesses. Mm-hmm. Let's help them. Let's go. Yeah. You know, and we're here to support our community. Let's support the community. Let's lead the community. I, it's no different. Right. Here. No, that's wonderful. I, I see it the same way. Well, we're going to put all the links in the show notes. And Perfect. Tom, yeah. thank, thank you, you for stopping by. It's been a pleasure to get a chance to thank know you, you and, and hear your insights. Yes. Thank you so much, and thanks thank for all you. you guys do. We appreciate right. it. Take care, everybody.